Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two. Arm bar. I did it for The Rock. Uh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Hold three. The moss covered, three handled family gradunzel. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Number four. Arm bar. It's a different kind of hide tonight for Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero gets his redemption. Eddie Guerrero has exercised his demons. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, Los Marcos are back to bring you more raw, unfiltered, not with the PC culture bullshit wrestling takes. What's up, guys? Orale, way. <laughs> that's the wrong. That's the wrong accent. What are you talking about? Fuck you, me, bro. It's fucking. What is it? How many years has Eddie won the belt today? Fucking mm. fifteen years, right? They're yep. fourteen. Fourteen, wasn't it? Fourteen. Two thousand. Two thousand four. Two thousand five. Two thousand four. He won it. He won it in two thousand four. But was it the same month? Yeah. Yeah. February. There's no way out. Yep. Fifteen. Fifteen years. Fucking. Shout out to fucking the greatest Latino wrestler of all time. R.I.P. Arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. I said Latino. No, arguably the yeah. greatest wrestler of all time. You can make, you oh, can yeah, make yeah, the argument. Yeah. yeah, you can, you can. Fucking, that's, this show's for Eddie and for fucking um, Cien Almas because his career is basically dead too, so shout out to him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Already? Already? <laughs> this pod is brought to you by Hennessy and Hagen Dazs pineapple, pineapple coconut ice cream. So I'm guessing Oscar is still in party mode from Spain. I guess so. I, just I borracho. <laughs> <laughs> is is wait is that is that your best Sp- Spaniard impression or, or Cataleño impression? My bad. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what that was. I'm I'm lit. Um, <laughs> but Barcelona was dope. You guys. If you want to go check out a nice place where the people are fucking, they're not as rude as they are, in, let's say, like Montreal. Fuck Montreal. Um, Spain is dope. If you don't know Catalan, it might be it might be kind of sucky, but most people speak fucking Spanish, so you should be straight. Uh, go visit where they held the 92 Olympics. Go eat at Balbao, Barcelona. Ask for the homie uh, Erlin. My man got a six sneaker collection. He's an EDM DJ. And the food's fucking great, amazing Vietnamese food. Um, that's really the only shout out I got for out there. Um, the clubs are alright if you like EDM. If you don't, then you're gonna hate life like I did. There's a couple underground clubs, but if you don't know nobody, you gonna get. They're not gonna let you in. And the food's basic because the only food in Europe that's popping is Italian food. The rest of it is trash because gringos don't use condiments. I don't know if Kels will agree with that. Cause he is the food expert on this pod. Wait, who who'd you call? Who'd you call? Um, gringos. The Spaniards. Spaniards are gringos. They no, Oscar. It doesn't yes. work like that. No, Spaniards are considered white. They're not white. Yes, they are. They just because they don't speak just because they speak Spanish, they're considered white. They're not white, dude. Okay, bro. If you go, okay, do yourself a favor and go back, go back, back, back. Isn't there like a whole and... section of Spain that's like all gypsies or something like that? Yeah, there is. And it, what it, I was it, going to say is... Go didn't back. they go around conquer people and take their fucking land? Guess what? That makes you white, buddy. Let me finish. <laughs> go back into history and look at Spain, and you will see that Spain is not white. It is mixed because Spain, or the region of Spain, has been in control by different races and different religions and different civilizations throughout the years. For example, at one point, Catalan was actually um, in control by Muslims. So at you one mean, point, so, I, so we were controlled by other people too. What but I'm we, letting we, you, we still white in this country. What I'm saying is they're not blancos, bro. And also, Spain is one of the greatest culinary um, meccas of the world. So, Oscar, do not disrespect the food over there because that just means that your palate is plain. Paella is trash. Paella is trash. You know what else is trash? Tapas. You can get fuck you can get that shit anywhere. That shit is not fucking a delicacy. It's trash. Stop. First of all, tapas has nothing to do with delicacy. The purpose of tapas is is so that you don't eat 
a full meal so you can drink more wine. And the tapas is meant to be shared when you're it's in an a appetizer and it's when trash. you're in a social area. You know what an appetizer is? A fucking empanada. That's a fucking appetizer. Okay. Do not disrespect Spaniard cuisine. They have a very good cuisine. Okay. Yo, I just went from there. You talking from you talking from fucking that's that's like a person from Montana be like, you can't disrespect New York City pizza. How you know sitting in the backfield? My name is Oscar. Bro. My name is Oscar, and the first thing I did when I landed in Spain was had McDonald's and Taco Bell. And guess what? They had McDonald's <laughs> and them things was fire. So I don't want to hear anything when it comes to food. And then I don't understand how this guy asked me for my take and then gets mad about it. It's okay, Oscar. You keep drinking your Hennessy over there. This is the last time you're drinking Hennessy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you not editing shit. Fuck it. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I would just keep leave this in. I'm so I'm gonna so, leave it. I'm gonna leave it in. So leave it so in. people can see the the stuff that we have to deal with behind the scenes. Right. All, right. All right. Well, did you watch? Uh, you didn't watch a soccer game, right? While you were out there? No, nah, it was too expensive. Okay. It was a good game too. The one you missed? Nah, I, I saw it. I saw it on TV. Oh, you saw it on TV. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was it was a dope. It was a dope three-one game that Real Madrid won. Also, if you guys are into gambling, there's gambling spots everywhere in Barcelona. So if you're into that type of life, you'll be fine. There was four gambling spots within a one-mile radius of my hotel. Uh, correction, Airbnb. Also, don't go to strip clubs. That's my other, that's my other hot take from Spain. Don't go to strip clubs unless you like dress like a Spaniard and wear like tight jeans and pointy shoes and, and soccer jerseys, which I know some of you Mexicans do, you might be all right. But wow. if not, you know, it'll be a little difficult. What'd I say? So this is like, you know how wrestlers have like uh, drunk rants on Twitter? This is, this is Oscar's uh, drunk rant. Yeah, who are you, Corey Graves or something? <laughs> <laughs> Corey Graves is bugging on Twitter. Shout out to Corey Graves. That's my spirit animal. <laughs> what, did he, what what did he get mad about last week? Um, damn, I forgot. I feel like every week it's a new thing. I'm I really don't remember what he got mad about, but I know a lot of people are giving him flack on Twitter, and he was, he was just, just arguing with people. That's all he was doing. He was just arguing with fucking fat marks on the internet. They're not all fat. There's a reason why the phrase "fat marks" exists, Oscar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you penned it because they're fucking fat. Shout out to shout out to fucking all you fat marks out there. No, no shout out to none of you fat. We see you flow marks. Oh, wow. Take take <laughs> a shower. Take a shower. Take a shower. Use a Peloton. Eat eat healthy. Lose some fucking weight. Get your HDLs down. You know what I'm saying? Get some vitamins, some protein, some creatine, some BCAAs, some CLA six. A lot of CLA six because you're fat. So you're gonna need it to burn sweat. Get in a sauna. You know, eat some salads, some fruit. <laughs> Drink a lot of water. No, no diet coke or mellow yellow, or Mountain Dew. No eating hot Cheetos. You know, you might want to try some hummus. That's pretty healthy. I don't think and, I don't think Gucci hot Cheetos. I think that's just like a, I think that's like a pretty like Hispanic female thing. And I you, never I never seen a dude eat hot Cheetos. I don't know if y'all have. And and you know, go outside, talk to people, talk to women, do things, because just being fat and arguing on the internet with fucking Corey Graves or, or Brock Lesnar guy who tried to come at Charlotte on Twitter and that didn't work out for him. Like, stop trying to clout chase on Twitter cause just because you got a response, fuck face. Your life still sucks. But, um, you know, <laughs> moving on. And and uh, this has been uh, Life Advice by Kells. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, listen, if, if, you, if you're okay with walking around, you know, taking up more space than you should... And sweating in places that you shouldn't be sweating because you're big. That's that's fine with you. You could you could accept that. But I just think that maybe you should care about yourself a little more. You know, if you just put a little bit of effort, just make your bed the first day and then get up and do something else. And, you know, you'll be all right. Go listen to some Jordan Peterson or something if you're looking for some guidance in life. Because I'm tired of doing this. This is annoying. <laughs> every week I got to come on here and tell these fat fucks to do the same shit. And every week they just complain. They complain. No woman is going to want to sleep with you if she can't see your penis below your belly. Okay, guy? So please, get it together. Get it together. Are, are we, are we, are we going to talk about Raw now? 
Shout out, shout out to the in-shape marks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you fucking weirdos. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about, um, I don't even know. All right. So this, this whole week I was dreading actually watching Raw and SmackDown. I didn't watch it until yesterday. And it actually wasn't too bad. The only segment that had me falling asleep was the, uh, the booty clapper Bobby Lashley. His segment with Finn Balor was trash. And then just when I thought it was over, they turned it into a... A triple threat. I mean, I mean... A three-on-three. Oh, my God. I almost almost stopped, but, you know, I had to make this content, so I had to watch it. But that that segment was pure garbage. I can't wait for that feud to be over. I feel like you guys, like, no matter what they put Bobby Lashley in, you guys are just going to shit on it. No, remember when he had that posing contest with Apollo Cruz? I thought that was actually kind of cool. It was cool because of Apollo, not because of and because of um his his male valet, not because of Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is wet paper. He's he's he has no personality and he needs to take the fucking headband off. This is true. Right? And he sucks. So, you know, nah, nobody cares. The, the 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 disrespect to Finn is putting him in an angle with Bobby Lashley. They wasted him for six months with Baron Corbin. Now they want to waste him for another six months with Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley is just a like guy they just put everybody with now just to waste time until they figure out what to do with him. Oscar, are you sad that he doesn't hit the pose anymore? I'm sad that you guys don't will never give this dude a chance. Give who a chance? Bobby Lashley. There's nothing there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'd rather uh, Mojo Rawley come and get TV time than Bobby Lashley. I'd rather Zack Ryder get TV time, but here we are. He is going to get TV time. This they're they're going to win the tag is, team titles at Mania. This is Black History Month, and you guys want to take a hard-working black man off of TV. That's the way I'm taking this. Um, okay. Um, you know, I think it's very disrespectful that Oscar wants to accuse us of being racist because we're not saying that Bobby Lashley should be on TV. We're just saying he sucks. That's all we're saying. I, nobody's really, nobody's I, being racist here. I've said Bobby Lashley does not suck. Since he fucking won the ECW title, the man has never been given any respect just because he can't cut a promo. He's the same to me. He's the same as Jack Swagger. Like they are both amazing wrestlers. They just can't cut a promo. Yeah, and Jack Swagger sucks. He's mad. I mean, I, I I just like him because of um, what's old boy's name? Uh, Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter made Jack Swagger over. Like, yeah, but it's the same thing. Like, for example, that like the purpose of your valet, right, or the purpose of your manager is to get is, you over. Is to get you over, not get themselves over. Yeah, Leo so, Rush is just getting himself over. Leo Rush is over as fuck, as fuck. Col- Zeb Coulter was over as fuck at one point. Like, I don't think it's a negative or I'm blaming Leo and saying that he's going into the business for himself because he's not. He's just doing his job. But Leo is so charismatic and his frog splash is so beautiful that as a wrestling fan, you look at this guy and you're like, why is he with Lashley? He should be doing his own thing. He should be on 205 Live or something right now. Or on on SmackDown. So, So my thing is that, yes, Lashley is, he's a specimen. The dude is amazing looking. His body is, his body is amazing. Dude puts in work. But you just can't be the muscular, like, I'm just, like, that can't be your gimmick. I'm a good looking muscular black guy. Like, there's a a lot of muscular, (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of muscular good looking black guys in WWE. Like, you're not the only one. Like, you need to show some personality. Like, look at somebody like Big E who's, super buff but has personality he you know he's on wwe segments he's hosting wrestlemania he's on fucking wwe network like he's on tv he's doing everything but to me like like big e my bad but big e is like a league of his own though there's not too many people that can relate to me big e is the epitome of what a wwe champion should be like he's like you said he's funny he can he can work like a funny role. He can work a serious role. He is to me the embodiment of what they want as a champion. If Biggie was white, he'd be like on his fucking fifth title reign right now. Yeah, yeah but, but but Bobby Lashley seems like he's the same person off camera and on camera. Oh yeah, he just like, seems I feel like, like he's just like boring a, he's, everywhere. He, yeah, he seems like a boring dude that just works out all day. And that's why you he can't he brings nothing to the table. 
if he was like a great wrestler, then that would be something. But I think he's okay I, he, in the ring. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. I think yeah, I think he's, he's okay. Like if he gives us a scale of one through ten, I think he's like a seven, seven and a half. That's pushing it. But yeah, I'm I'm tired of Lashley. I don't I don't know what he did in TNA that said we should re-sign this guy because I never watched his TNA run. Apparently, it was good. He, I don't. He see had what, good matches. Good. I don't know. I don't see it. I think I thought he had good matches in WWE. Like his match against Cena, w- when it went for the belt, was amazing. Yeah, like that's how many years ago. True. I, I I just always felt like he was underappreciated. And and the mystique of John Cena was carrying him. Because everybody wanted Cena to lose. Everyone, yeah. I mean, now I don't. I don't know what the. I don't know what the the thought process is on Cena right now, but I don't. I don't think he's a. I don't know if he's available or not. But okay, so say Lashley goes against Lesnar. You think people want would want him to beat Lesnar? Nope. They would not. They would be okay with Lesnar winning. Yeah, of course. And that's a problem because I think anybody that has like charisma or something. That can show something like the fans would get behind. Lashley, Corbin, just because he's such a good heel, the crowd wouldn't get behind him. Who's a good heel? Corbin. Not anymore. He's not a good heel anymore. I don't remember. Trash these past two weeks. I don't think Corbin ever been a good heel. Yeah, he's a heater. People. The only the only reason Baron Corbin was a good heel, right, or was a good bad guy was because he was essentially quote unquote the negative authority figure but now that Vince and Stephanie and Triple H want to be on fucking TV every week he's useless now like he serves no purpose all that heat that he had is gone there is no heat you know so so the fact that he's like still wearing the vest and all his other stuff it's like okay you're not corporate no more your ex general manager Baron Corbin your ex deputy or whatever the shit you wanted a constable or whatever you were like now you're just the guy that people put you to wrestle because there's there's no direction, no storyline for you. It's not. I don't. I don't think that he's a heel. But frankly, there are no good heels in WWE right now. So yeah, remember we, we had the discussion Bryan? and Daniel uh, Bryan. I don't know. I don't think so. Daniel Bryan is not a heel because and then he's not like he's a not believable Bryan. heel. He's not because my thing is if he if he was heel. The proper way to make him a heel is to make him a hypocrite. Like he, the shit he should be preaching about, he should be doing the negative, the like but, opposite of it. But here's the thing: like I don't know how you don't say he's not like a believable heel when we all know people like that in real life. There are people legit like that in real life. Yeah, but those are just assholes. <laughs> I <Okay. laughs> like I don't spend my time on the internet, and I don't know enough white people to know anybody like that. So. <laughs> I'm going to say I don't know anybody. I spend all my time on the internet, and I do know a vast amount of um, Caucasians. And they... <laughs> the, 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 the problem with WWE is that they don't build any heels. For example, right? Like, I'll give you an example. WWE does not build any heel that you actually boo because you hate them. You boo them... Because you enjoy booing them because you enjoy their gimmick. So you're not really a heel. You're just somebody that's playing a bad guy that we like to play along with. For example, when Seth was a heel, he was a chicken shit heel. Daniel Bryan's heel now, he's a chicken shit heel because he has a bodyguard or whatever, you know, environment rowing. The greatest heel in WWE has been their face. John Cena and their face Roman Reigns. Those were the real heels. And if anybody thinks that I'm just copying and being hot takeish, go back and look at John Cena's fucking run and go see all the stuff that he did that you would look at and you'd be like, there is not face behavior. That is heel behavior. It's the same thing with Roman. Roman is a heel. And that's WWE's problem. That the good guys that they push to the front that they want you to cheer, you want to boo. But the bad guys that they want you to boo, you want to cheer. So they have no heels. It doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so if, but if they were to turn Roman heel, say say they turn Roman heel, then the crowd's just gonna cheer him. It, I, I, done, I just think like if it's if the, it's done tastefully, because tip, for like example, the, the traditional heel and face are are dead. Like you're not gonna have a clear cut face in the. Well, I think you still have the clear cut baby face, but you can't have the clear cut heel anymore. Yes, you can. Who's the last one? Right now, Champa. 
but I still think people like him. He's he's like fully living the gimmick, yeah, and he's doing like a great job. But at like at in, at the end of the day, people still like him, and well, they enjoy his to... they enjoy his ring work, they enjoy his gimmick, like you said. But when he first turned, oh that, but yeah, that was the that was the same that was the same thing with Dean Ambrose. Well, not great, really a great heel Ambrose, turn. Ambrose got, floundered out. He got heat, and then WWE floundered that. <laughs> the hell, they, didn't rate, they didn't rate shit for him. That's why he's leaving. Well, you know, I think any talent would leave if the closing segment of fucking Raw was 43 minutes long and there was no match. Or if so, Nia Jax shoved you over the top rope. Oh my god, Nia Jax, a hater. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's talk about the Becky Lynch angle that they're going with now which I think they've they've been trying their hardest I feel like to sabotage it because it's it's trash now well I think this has to do with did you see the war report from um, Meltzer no he said that apparently Meltzer stated that WWE has not decided and I don't even think this is WWE this is Vince McMahon Vince hasn't decided whether it will be the Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte or Ronda versus Becky or Rollins versus Lesnar that will go on last. So the fact that Rollins and Lesnar is even in discussion for the main event, this has to be a Vince thing because Vince thinks that Lesnar is the biggest star in wrestling, period. They're going to they're, they, they want Charlotte in the main event. Vince is Charlotte is Roman Reigns 2.0. Yeah, we've been saying it for a while. Yeah, I think I think I forgot which one of you two was the one that coined it, but you guys have been saying this for probably since we started this podcast. I mean, and I, I brought it up before, and I, was, I asked you guys why wasn't she getting the Roman Reigns treatment? But I think now she will, because now it's clear cut that she's the the female Roman Reigns, the female Cena. Like she's the she's the Vince McMahon person. It's bullshit because this match needs to just be like we've all said from the beginning. This match needs to be. Becky versus Ronda. Becky is the biggest thing they have had since probably Punk. Danny O'Brien. Yeah. Well, uh, that was who? post. That was post Punk. Yeah, I know, but the old, I, the old Daniel Bryan. I, I, I fuck. Uh, whatever. Yeah, you're, you're right. I don't know. I, I just, I just needed to bring CM Punk into this for no apparent reason. <laughs> but yeah, like he, she is the biggest. She is the biggest female competitor they've ever had. She needs to have her moment. So I don't care if they brought. I don't like. I don't know if they're bringing Charlotte in so Ronda doesn't technically lose. The same way they brought in um, whoever that was when the Blur won the belt. Who the Blur made? He made HBK tap out, right? Mm, yeah. Um, did he? I thought it was Triple H. No, it was Triple H because yeah. HBK um, hit him with the super kick. Oh, and yeah, yeah. grabbed him. So I don't know if they're bringing uh, Flair in to take the L so that way Ronda doesn't lose. Or... But it's stupid. Like, give us Ronda versus... Ro... Give us Ronda versus Becky Lynch. That's what we all want to see. I love Charlotte Flair. I think she is an amazing wrestler. But ain't no one trying to see them, can't... them pancakes at the main event. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised I, if if WWE puts the belt on Charlotte. Because I've been saying this again. She's Roman Reigns 2.0. Charlotte Flair has only been wrestling for how many years? Like, when did she start? I think four Hold years on. Four years ago, I think, on the main roster. Three or no, four. No, no. When, when did she start on the main roster? Like, three or four. I get it to you. Hold on. Main roster. Pro. Debut, but yeah, she has what eight title rings? I think seven. Charlotte, Charlotte Flair debuted on the roster in WWE on October twenty fifth of two thousand twelve. So in six Six years, years. in six years, Charlotte Flair has already tied the record for most women's championships in WWE history with seven, and she's held the title for a total of five hundred eighty nine plus days. That's fucking insane. Meaning she has more title reigns than Alundra Blaze, Mickey James, Sensational Sherry, Fabulous Moolah. Well, everybody except Trish. Michelle McCoy, everybody except Trish. So if you're telling me that WWE is not pushing her or if anybody believes that, that, 
that's not going to happen. That's BS. The only way WWE gets out of this is if they let this is like Becky does something in two weeks at Ric Flair's birthday and then they have a match to see who's going to fight Armenia and Becky wins or they're just going to give us the triple threat because they feel like it. I feel like there's still time to save this. Like like you said, um, there's there's still a pay-per-view before WrestleMania. And Ronda's obviously not going to lose to Ruby Riot at Elimination Chamber. So that fast lane, if they decide to give us Becky and Ronda... It ha- it's going to have to be some kind of way that Becky has a match against Charlotte and beats her to knock her out of the of the triple threat or whatever. Because I don't, I don't know. Nobody wants that. Yeah, and this and this just goes back to what we discussed with that you know when when WWE came out with Vince and everybody was like, oh, you're going to see new things, new changes. Like I told you guys, I don't expect anything from this company. Because for years, the only thing they've been selling us is nostalgia, you know, creating an extreme middle class of mid-card wrestlers. And then they have two or three people at the top. And that's their 1%. And that's who's always going to get pushed to the top no matter what happens. It doesn't matter. You know, so I just feel like we're back now to the to the middling of the 2000s where you have the annoying authority figure back in. And then you just have everybody else and the main event people. So on next... On uh, Ric Flair's birthday, that SmackDown, we're going to have Becky Lynch walk down the ramp with Ric Flair and point a gun at his head. That's what you're <laughs> telling me? <laughs> uh, Becky's going to come out with the beer truck and spray with the hose. Oh, my God. Well, she's suspended, apparently. She's suspended for 60, 60 days. days. After she is, apologized. Which is stupid. She apologized because they asked for an apology. And then mm-hmm. whatever was left of Vince McMahon, this his fucking corpse decided to come out <laughs> and fucking, you know, Becky, uh, your disrespect, I don't like it. You're suspended for 60 days, and uh, we're going to put Flapjacks in the WrestleMania match. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, Charlotte. Come out with your with your breasts and your fake cheekbones. We're going to give you a title shot. Yo, ben, Vince looked bad. Yo, dude, I told you, he and... looked like... Um, he looked like remember the SpongeBob episode where they sell the chocolate bars. I don't, I don't <laughs> and they have, and the, and and the and the skeleton in the wheelchair opens the door. She's like, "Why? It'll make me look how? Buy all the chocolate." Yo, but speaking <laughs> of SpongeBob, dead ass. I didn't see so many episodes until I joined the army, and they would play that shit in the chat hall every morning. It would be SpongeBob on one screen, and it'll be Fox News on the other screen. <laughs> Shout out to um the Veterans Network work that plays all the sports during deployment y'all was super clutch on sundays where i could watch ufc at five in the morning in the chow hall shout out to y'all and wwe shout, pay-per-views too shout out shout out afn because that would be a- I, yeah I, afn I, afn that's what's called i would be there at 3 a.m at the chow hall watching every wwe pay-per-view um but i guess that covers raw right i don't think we missed anything major that was basically it oh no there was one more thing remember um well actually, the guys who, guys who asked for their release Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Um, I thought that was a solid to great tag team. I don't, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I thought it was great to see the revival win the belts. Yeah, it was a good I know, match. I know, I know that was the way to keep them in WWE, but I feel like that was a very good match. Hopefully, this leads to glorious Bobby Roode doing his own thing because uh, Chad Gable is cool, but to me, he's just he's dispensable like um what was that what was the other dude that was a shelton benjamin charlie haas charlie haas no charlie haas charlie oh, back then okay yeah to me he's like charlie haas he's charlie haas 2.0 no, 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 no. nah chad gay was good man you're fucking he insane. is good but charlie haas is good too he I just think he was... no charisma. the the problem with gable and this may sound insane is that he needs to cut his hair no, he he got a fuck. He got the boy, the what's that called? The bowl cut. Like he looks dumb. He looks like like your mom's the the haircut your mom would make you get when you're nine years old. Like, what? You, he has long hair. He got a weird. I don't man. He look weird, bro. It's because he it's because he wears the headband. Listen, if Chad Gable cut his hair and got out and took off the headband and just started suplexing the fuck out of everybody, I'd be very happy. Yo, Chad Gable, you need to come to the heights. You need to get a proper fade. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make your career skyrocket. 
Because your <laughs> hair right now is not working, Bobby. But I don't know. Like, but now where does the raw raw tag team division go? Who are they gonna verse now? AOP's yeah. on the AOP's on the shelf. You got the B team, who's not. I mean, they're entertaining, but they're not a real tag team. They have to go against Rude and Gable again. They're gonna have to call or the, well, the bars on SmackDown, right? Just yeah, make, I mean, but they're gonna well, have the, to like draft people. Yeah, they have to shake it up yeah. again. Well, unless they uh, do some NXT calls, I like to see Street Profits on Raw. That'd be a good look. They're barely on NXT. Yeah, exactly. You like I don't. Th- the thing is though, NXT like you don't really need to win the titles and then leave. You could just be there for a little bit, get good enough, and then dip. Like yeah, they're they're know. entertaining though. That uh, the the Bob show I was at. That they were there, they're they're entertaining, man. I no, like they're that. they're they're good, but I think what WWE needs to do is just they they either need to call up more tag team talent, or remember when WWE used to just create tag teams out of nowhere and put guys together like just just cause like the bar. Well, well yeah, that and well. that's that's rude and Gable, and it worked out. But remember, look at look at for example, like when when they did Rock and Sock Connection, it was the most random thing, but it popped and got hot. Like you could probably put any two random guys in the roster. Like you, even you, the guys that you spoke about, if you fucking bring Mojo back to Raw, you put Mojo and Zack Ryder together and have them blow through the division and set what, up something. I mean, they they were a tag team. Yeah, no, they, but bring it back. I'm saying out. bring it bring it back, but with a more serious vibe. Nah, I mean Zack Ryder got my man. Fucking Kurt Hawkins! Oh please! Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna win the titles at Mania and lose them on Raw the next day. Hundred percent. But they're gonna win. I I think they're gonna win the titles at Mania. They're gonna give beat the, the two, revival. Give the two Long Island boys the belt. That that's who the revival's gonna lose to. Yeah, um, Hawkins and Ryder. Give the give the two Long Island New York boys the belt. Long Island is not part of New York, but anyways. Well, I mean, oh, and Mania's at, <laughs> I forgot Mania's here in New in New Jersey. Exactly. They're yeah, they're winning the titles. All right, that's, that's gonna so, be the feel good moment of on uh, to, New York Mania. On to Smack is down. The A show. Of course, the A show, baby. Um, you guys just straight to the gauntlet match. Yeah, I I don't I don't what what else what else was there? Um, we had. Trash ass segment with Miz, Shane, whoa, whoa, and the whoa, Usos. Whoa, 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 whoa! I mean, it was great because now, like, one of them is actually in a penitentiary, <laughs> even though he got released on bond. I'm, I'm bored. I'm bored with that segment. I mean, that feud. Hold on, guys. I'm very bored with that feud as well. But for Oscar to say that nothing else happened on SmackDown when we had Naomi, Carmella, and Mandy Rose in the ring at one time. I'm sorry, ladies. Oh, I forgot about that. You know, um, thank you for being on TV. It was nice looking at you. I appreciate the efforts. Keep doing what you're doing. I mean, I, I look at Carmella like 23 hours a day, so it's like... Yeah, you're always on her Instagram. <laughs> Fucking creep. I, l- I literally said uh, Kel Navarro every single Instagram post Carmella makes. And Selena Vega. And Mandy Rose. I don't send Mandy Roses. That's a lie. Zelina <laughs> Vega. That, that, was, that was me. Yeah, in that's H- in the HBK uh, photo shoot. Yeah, that's I. I send I send Zelina Vega and Carmella and that other that other girl from uh, MLW. And that's mainly because Carmella wears Air Jordans. She better come out with the blue chill ones this week. Those are drips. Those are amazing. Oh, Too bad I don't got women's size. Yo, that that tag team match. I I like the the logic. Finally, like logic and wrestling. Mm-hmm. The Iconics, they just tagged themselves out and yeah. re- refused <laughs> to be tagged in. That was amazing. Like, logic. A wrestling logic. It was amazing. And, and we're talking I about real that. logic. Not that, not that whack-ass fucking halfy rapper. We're talking oh about real logic. Um, oh, but actually that Uso segment had like a huge pause moment. When, I didn't see uh, that part. They were, uh, so they had the tag. They were like do you guys? Tra- they were talking to Shane and um, and Miz. They're like, "Do you guys train together?" And the other one's like, "Nope." And they're like, "Do you guys ride together?" Nope. And he's like, "If if you're in- if uh, if your partner's injured, do you rub his back?" Maybe he's like, "We will." He's like, "You know, we'll bathe together." Do you guys bathe together? And I was like, "What?" Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll allow it. They're brothers. They're twin brothers. They bathe together. Bro, he said if you're hurt, like technically you really can't pause that because if you're naked, because if you're naked, you're looking at yourself. 
bro, they're brothers. And he was like, if I'm hurt, it's not like he was like, we're brothers and we just shower together. No, he's like, if your brother's hurt, you're not going to help him out, bro. Yeah, but I'm not like, going to bathe with him. They're twin brothers. Bro, they're twin brothers. If he's hurt. So, not... so he can't, it can't be gay? <laughs> no, bro. Like, if your twin brother's hurt and he can't, like, fucking bathe himself, what you going to do? Oh, you be I, you tough. Bro, that's your, like, that's your twin brother. That's your blood. Like, he got to bathe, bro. Listen, when my brother when my brother broke his leg, we had to like spot him with a sponge because his, he couldn't stand up. Yo, I feel bad for Vavo's brother now. Vavo's brother could be the injury. Vavo could be like, "Nah, you good? I go if you." Like, come Yo, on, he's just like he's just Josh. like tap, tapping him, tapping him with the sponge, getting the soap off. He's Josh. not like fucking rubbing him down. Joshua, I got you. I'm not Vavo, bro. <laughs> Some Vavo grabby, Vavo like, oh, you had a car accident. They better bring a nurse. You, you'll be all right. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be your own brothers. Yo, but Vavo <laughs> so New York, but he don't got Timberlands. Someone explain that to me. <laughs> Yo, wait. You didn't buy him a pair of Tims when you sent this the picture in Spain that they were $110? Oh, like, shout out to for having Tims for $110. Nah, Vavo ain't say give me a pair. Oh, my God. I should have told you to give me a pair because I'm, I'm, I got to go trail walking with my kids tomorrow, so I need some boots. Yeah, my bad. Nah, I just wear my Doc Martens that I wear to work. Oh, right. also, shout out to my bag being three kilograms over the weight limit, and them letting me through. Bro, this is this is America. We talk pounds, my man. Get out of here. <laughs> kilograms. <laughs> kilograms. Next he's gonna tell me kilometers. Like, what are you, what are whoa, you Nia, bro? Nia Jax? You weigh uh, three hundred twenty ounces. <laughs> <laughs> She she wishes she weighed three hundred twenty ounces. <laughs> All right, so we go we gonna talk about the next WWE champion right now or not? Oh wait, Ooh. one one more one more oh, w, WWE. Hold on hold on hold on. WWE ruined a joke that I had like lined up. I was gonna say Tamina and Nia have to start the elimination chamber because there is no way they both would fit in a pod. <laughs> so I guess they're gonna have an extra large pod this year because I don't know how they fit in one. So, Bro, why are they gonna have an extra large pot? Because they're fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gauntlet match on SmackDown. Great, great outing by uh, Kofi Kingston. Yo, future, future WWE champion. I key fuck gauntlet matches because gauntlet matches are lazy, and gauntlet matches is what WWE does when they want you to actually think that they care about wrestling. All right? And for all of you getting your hopes up that Kofi Kingston is going to win, no, he's not. He's going to lose because he's supposed to lose because he will never be champion because he's black. (laughs) Because WWE does not have black champions. And before anybody says, oh, The Rock was champion, The Rock was not the black champ. He was a fake black champ. He was like black champion light or black champion of Jace. So, yes, Kofi was impressive, but Kofi has been impressive for 14 years, and he's never going to win a title. I think they're going to give Kofi a reign. I don't think it's coming now. I feel like I wanted Kofi to finally get his revenge on Randy Orton. I am so mad that Orton just came in, did an RKO, and ooh, he gets the last fucking spot uh, on the Elimination Chamber. I wanted Kofi because... I will never forget the stupid, stupid Randy Orton rant that derailed Kofi Kingston when he was at his hottest. Um, Varo, you were at the boom drop that he did at MSG. And, I right? was. That's, and the place, I feel like that's one of the last Raws that ever happened in, in and, Madison and you Square said, Garden. And you said the pop was deafening that night when he did the boom drop. Like, Yo, the Madison Square Garden was shaking. Like, Kofi Kingston for 12, and, 13, and at, 14 at years. The, at the moment, I was a Randy Orton mark. So I was kind of mad, but then like looking back at it, I was like that 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 was crazy. The fact that Kofi had that place rocking. Kofi Kingston has given us as fans everything we've ever asked for. Gone in day in day out. I don't remember any like long time on the shelf. So to me, he's like the Miz. He's like a Iron Man that he's always gone out there and made the fans happy. They give they gave Christian his two days to shine with the belt. Kofi needs his two days. I don't care if he drops it on SmackDown to Daniel Bryan. 
if if Rowan comes in and cheats. We don't care. We all just want Kofi Kingston to have the moment he's earned. He doesn't deserve it. He's earned it since the day he's been in with that stupid fake Jamaican action and everything else. Like <laughs> Kofi is one of the best wrestlers they have ever had. Give him the belt, and if he never even touches tag team belt again, who cares? The fact that we'll be able to say Kofi won the belt is all that matters. Because like Kel said, The Rock doesn't count. If you think The Rock counts, like, please. Well, they, they had Booker T. Booker T. But Booker T. But he had that whole King But he had going. the stupid King Booker. Yeah, he had the whole King gimmick going. He should have beat Triple H. The fact he didn't oh, beat yeah. Triple H after Triple H said someone like you could never be champion was disgusting. That is what I was going to say. That, yeah, Booker T was champion. But Booker T was embarrassed on national TV and on WrestleMania by Triple H. And that comment, we knew where that comment from because... That that angle was like deep cut racism. Like it was like anybody who was like a minority was like, yo, these dudes is out here being wild racist. Like there's way he was talking, he was talking like Trump talks in code. You know what I'm saying? Like like Booker T didn't grow up like I, The Rock is great, great, granted, yes. But he he he's got family lineage. Booker T came from the streets. Like, a lot of us grew up in poor areas. He came up from whatever. It wasn't Harlem. Like, we were lied to. But he came up from the streets. From Houston. Did, Houston, did a, did a stint in prison. And he, he was self-made. And a lot of us, black, Hispanic, whatever, can relate to that. Like, The Rock, we can't relate to our father and our grandfather being in the business. So I hate when they're like, oh, well, The Rock was poor. Yeah, but all he had to do was make one phone call. The same way Roman Reigns made one phone call after failing football, he failed something. And then he had a plan B because of connections. Most of us, if we fail something, guess what? We're stuck on unemployment until we can find something else. Like, that's why the story of Booker T resonates to us. We can't relate to The Rock. We can't relate to Roman Reigns. We can't fail something and be like, oh, call our pops and we'll be good. Like, that's not how real life works with a lot of us. So spare me with the fucking Rock and everything else bullshit. Uh, you Boys know, like- if, they, if they're going to give... Kofi a reign, it has to be a legit reign. And they also have to free bird the title. So, like, that's the... If they're gonna do that, it can't be cheap, because we need to see a day where Kofi's in a match. Like, I don't feel like defending it, and then Xavier walks out, or Big E walks out with it. But they're not gonna do that, because they have who they have. I don't know. It's Black History Month. I feel like they always give them... They always give a black superstar a win. I feel like During Black History Month. Give Kofi the win. Just... I, I, I mean, I, I would love what Kel says, that he needs a real run. I don't care. Like, when Christian won the belt, I was probably the happiest I've ever been watching well, was, WWE. Yeah, that was great. That's, up there. The belt. That's like second, third after Eddie. After Eddie? Yeah. I feel yeah. like after Eddie and Chris, probably Christian winning the belt was third. And I know his reign went down, like, real quickly. Kofi winning to me might even replace the blur winning the belt for me. I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the blur up there. Like the blur to me was number one. Eddie was two. Eddie was I feel one. Like, I feel like if Kofi wins, because I've been so invested in Kofi for all of my adult life, because Kofi came in when I was like <laughs> what eighteen, nineteen. I feel like that would be more important to me than the other guys winning. I mean, they need, they need a new, a new Black History Month. Um, what's it called? Like commercial or whatever to run. <laughs> Because How many times are they going to run the same Rosa Parks video every Monday night? And like Tiny Liston or whatever the hell. I don't. I forgot who. It's, it's be the fun. same museum every every year. It's the same people looking at the same stuff. And, and Kofi the same video. Yeah, Kofi's over with everybody. The, like if you don't like Kofi, you have issues because Kofi has been over since he joined the fucking WWE. I like, so, I like how uh, Xavier Woods was hyping up Kofi during during the match. He's like yelling at the crowd. He's like, "Oh, you you guys forgot Kofi. Kofi can go. Kofi can go." <laughs> like to to me, Big E is the best one in that unit because he's all around can do everything. But yeah. Kofi is the best wrestler, and it's not like I love Xavier Woods. I love Big E, but Kofi is by far the best wrestler in that trio. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a question about that, but I think. If they are going to give it to somebody, it's, it's going to be eventually Big E. He, Cause he, like you, he'll get the title. Like you said earlier, Big E can carry it in any... You could put Big E in any situation, whether it's like ESPN or Good Morning America, 
and he'll shine. Xavier Woods as well because he's very intellectual. Like you could put those two in any situation and they'll be fine. Kofi as well, but I think Big E and Xavier Woods haven't beat on that. I don't know. I think putting the title on Kofi would elevate him. You know how the like and and get him there because you know the title the title makes the person or the person makes the title. I think Kofi has the potential, and I think putting the title on him would get him to that to that level. But I don't think we get a run. I think a, a real run is out of the question. Maybe he'll hold it till Fastlane, the next pay per view. And drop uh, it, yeah. I, yeah, and I mean, drop I, it. The the only one there that they'll give a real run to is Big E because Big E has the body type that um Vincent Kennedy McMahon loves. Yeah. Oh, look at those packs. Look at look at if all I, if, look at all this meat in the ring. <laughs> if only he wasn't dark, he'd be a champion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not wow because it's true, but. <laughs> what up? But we're all, we're all... <laughs> another moment they embarrass they embarrass Booker be, T. That needs to be the uh, Black History Month commercial for WWE. Vince in wow. a do rag saying, "What up, my nigga?" That needs to be. I don't know the, how uh... the Me Too movement, Me Too movement, and all this PC culture bullshit hasn't gotten Vince McMahon. He's because paying, he's, has to be paying everybody off. He's my man is untouchable. Bro, he's worth billies, bro. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Like, Jeff Jeff Bezos sent a dick pic, a dick pic, got divorced, and was like, "I right, whatever." Listen, National Enquirer, I'm gonna sue you. <laughs> like, this dude got yo. When you got that much money, bro, certain things that affect people like us don't affect old rich white men. You know what I'm saying? This is true. Because the government's too busy looking for R. Kelly and Six Nine to go after Mr. Ben. Yo, I just want to say shout out to Michael Avenetti for bringing out the P tape because, you know, I just want to say that there was there was everybody who grew up in the hood knew the one guy that actually had the VHS of the R. Kelly tape. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like lending it to people like peep peep game, bro. I seen that tape when I was in, when I was a youngin. They was in the sauna and he dead ass peed on that girl. R. Kelly, you a dirty dude for that. You still got some hits, but you a dirty dude for that. R. Kelly, you do have some hits, but you're done. Six nine, you making Latinos look real bad because you snitching on shit that's not even in the fucking records of the feds. Like, just yo, listen, listen. I don't want to hear that, bro. All right, like six nine, you canceled. No, listen to everybody in the hood who who's like an OG or like the, these hood guys. Stop teaching these kids that snitching is wrong. Snitching is right. You go to jail, you take everybody with you. You understand me? <laughs> everybody. Nah, but here's the thing. Like, people like Kuda, Kuda never okay. did anything to betray 6ix9ine. And 6ix9ine took him down. Okay. Like, that's grimy to me. Like, if like I understand the dudes that snitched on you too. Like, F them. But the dudes that didn't do nothing to you, that rode for you... You know, that'd be like if I do something and I'm like, yo, fuck it, I'm taking Varro and Kells down with me. Like, even like, yeah, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> like, Listen, that's the way this, I look at it. No, this whole thing about Six Nights Manager not, not being a, a part of anything is the same thing with Donald Trump supposedly not knowing anything about Russian collusion and 37 people are indicted around him. Shoddy knew what was going on, okay? And listen, you know what snitch stands for? Shit, nigga, I'm trying to go home, all right? Snitch. <laughs> if you get arrested... Snitch. Yo, but you heard me. I didn't say like I, I don't say nothing about the shoddy thing. I'm talking about like Kuda and the other dudes that didn't do anything grimy to six nine that he put their names in the affidavit. Their names were not anywhere listed. Like he gave their names up. Red herring. Everybody is the problem. I am the solution. Snitch. And I will remind <laughs> and I will remind all of you, all of you bastards that love Hulk Hogan. Okay, Hulk Hogan used to snitch all the time. Hulk Hogan would make up rumors about other people all the time just so he could get title pushes. So, fucking snitch if you get locked up. HBK would too. Because nobody <laughs> cares about you when they're behind bars. I care about you too. Loyalty dies when you in a cell. I, I'm gonna remember that because I care about you too, motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, I don't do anything. We don't illegal. do anything wrong. <laughs> uh, I know you don't, Varro. <laughs> Oh, I'm wow. sorry. I'm uh... sorry. I need, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. So Oscar is here going to throw shade. So let me. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let me have you. I am a former military service member who has 
ets as of February 7th, 2019 in the military. Okay, I'm no longer a soldier. I am a private civilian. And yes, I smoke pot every single we, day. We're not talking about that. That's not a crime. Hold on. And I do it because I like the way it feels when I sleep. And all of those, all that stuff I did when I was in high school and in college, Oscar, it doesn't count. I never got caught, so I don't want to hear anything. All right? And let's not talk about the people you know. All right? I don't know anyone. I know a bunch of upstanding citizens, right, Barrow? All right, Elimination Chamber. <laughs> I know a bunch of hardworking busboys. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, all right, we never we never do this because we usually forget when the pay per views are. But this time, <laughs> but this are time, do, are we doing predictions? Yes, yes we have their predictions. Because we always fucking we always talk about the shit afterwards and be like, yeah, we knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, we always we always jump in the group chat on the Sunday morning like, oh shit, we forgot to do predictions. So today we're gonna do predictions. First match on the card, well, according to Wikipedia, Bronze <laughs> <laughs> Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Nobody cares. I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman, obviously. Yeah, I'm going with Braun. It's a no DQ match. I don't think it matters. Braun. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman as well. All right, unanimous okay, so Braun Strowman. We all agree on that one. Yep. Next match, the Booty Clapper and <laughs> Leo Rush versus Finn Balor in a handicap match for the Intercontinental Title. I'm gonna go with Finn Balor. Really? I don't think they give it to him. I'm going. I'm going the Booty Clapper and Leo Rush. I am going to pick Finn Balor because I want a belt on Balor. Oh yeah, I, w- I want a belt on him too, and I want that feud to be over. But I, I think <laughs> I think they're gonna stretch it out to Mania or Fastlane, something. I don't think they do it yet. But hopefully, Finn Balor does win. Next match: Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. I, I, why, why are we even mentioning this? Who is, yeah. who is Ruby Riot? Like, get the uh, fuck out of here! I, I just want to see how good she looks because she's good. I, wanna, I think I she, see how, she, how she is she a good wrestler, but yeah. like, let's be real. What are you saying? What are you saying? Good looking in the ring, not in real life, right? Yeah, yeah, no, in she's a good wrestler. She can go. She can go in the ring. So, so it took me right a long time to figure out who Ruby Riot looks like, and I narrowed it down to. Um, two people or two things uh she either looks like the yellow bird from angry birds right <laughs> or she looks like uh the fat pigeon from animaniacs which is a deep <laughs> cut for those who don't know and you it's know the and it's and it's the episode of animaniacs called the god pigeon where there's a fat old pigeon who's like doing his um best um Oh, impression the, of the Godfather. Godfather pigeon. <laughs> all right, so that's what she looks like. And for all of you people, please look up um, the what is it called, the God pigeon, and then look up the yellow bird from Angry Birds, because that's what Ruby Riot looks like. But she's not gonna be Rousey anyway. No way. Nah. All right, so we all pick Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yep. Next match, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa for the cruiserweight Buddy. championship. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Like, not even close. Not even close, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think there's, like, a chance that Akira Tozawa wins. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't know why they fucking put him in. It was like, oh, fucking, um, this dude left? Oh, we gotta put another Japanese person in there. Like, come on. Get out of here. Alright, next match. The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos for the SmackDown I- Tag Team Championships. I thought it would have been The Usos until what happened, so I'm gonna give it to Shane and Miz. Um, yeah, Shane and Miz. They're not gonna give him the belt after he just got a he got arrested for fighting cops like idiot. Yeah, and then his brother too last year was his. It was his brother that had the DWI last year. Oh, I thought it was him too. Yeah, okay, I, mean, yeah. I I asked I I asked him in the chat, but then I found out. But um, still, you know, I don't. Yeah, they're not gonna win after what yeah, happened. Like, like you guys are in your thirties, like. Learn to grow up. Like Damn. I understand. I understand you're from San Francisco. I know it's so hood in San Francisco, like Danny Tanner and shit. But grow the fuck up. And low key, <laughs> it was Naomi's fault. Oh, the... it probably was. But like, 
if I'm in the car with a shorty and she's driving the wrong way, I'm like, yo, you driving the wrong fucking way. <laughs> I'm not gonna be listening to fucking whatever they listen to San Francisco, um, E40 and shit. Like in the words of Uncle Joey, cut it out. <laughs> 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 and yeah. I did the and I did the little finger scissor oh, motion. The finger thing? Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> all right, so we're all going with Miz and uh, Shane McMahon. Wow, this is going to be a great pay per view, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll do the woman the women's elimination chamber next because I think the men's is going to main event. So uh, it's the Fat Sisters, the Riot Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Sonya Deville and uh, Mandy Rose, the Iconics, and then the Boston Hug Connection, and lastly, Naomi and Carmella. I hate to say it, but I think the Fat Sisters are going to win the match. For the tag team titles? Yeah. Um, uh, didn't, isn't, isn't, um, oh my gosh, um, this girl, Sasha. isn't the boss hurt? Yeah. She got cleared. And I think they're going to make a story out of that. So that's why I don't think they're going to win. And I think them winning would be a mania moment. Because they yeah, need mania I, moments. They need to create some mania moments. Because right now, it's all trash. I'm going to go with Naomi and Carmella. I, okay. I don't know. I don't I don't think so. But, Kells, what do you got? Um, I'm going to go with the Iconics. Oh, it's the first one we all don't agree on. That's good. Yeah, I would like to see Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville win it. But I still think Naya and Tamina are going to win. Even though I hate it. I fucking hate it. Alright, last match on the card. The men's elimination chamber match. You got Danny Bryan. Kofi. AJ Styles. Jeff Hardy. Kofi. Orton. Samoa Joe. And Kofi. Daniel Bryan wins this. Yeah, it's either... Yeah, the only ones are Brian and then maybe a one month Kofi run, but I think Danny Brian keeps it. <laughs> Kofi kicks it with a two day reign. <laughs> <laughs> that is my prediction right now. If he doesn't win, I will fucking drown myself in Hennessy and Hagen does again. Like I did tonight before the show. <laughs> All right, those are our predictions. So, are, are we gonna are we gonna let the marks know what we're gonna do after the fucking pay per view? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You. I was like, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> are we are we doing a? Uh, we're gonna do a rapid reaction. We will, yes. and I think we will start doing this from now on. We will be doing quick reaction pods. They will not be an hour long. They'll be quick. We'll talk about what happened. We'll talk about whatever else we did during the pay per view, whether eat pizza or whatever else else, and we'll talk about like the fun stuff. I feel like that's a dope thing that we can start doing, and you know. And we got to start making predictions, like you said, instead of us doing it in the group chat and then be like, oh, we knew that was going to happen and having no proof. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rapid Reaction Podcast, Sunday night. Um, we'll, we'll upload it right away, so just so it's there on Monday morning when everybody wakes up. And Kels, uh, AEW News, we'll go to you for that. Oh, for me? Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> hold on one second. What was I looking at? Um, Shout out Jacksonville. Yeah, so AEW. Um, real quick, just before of AEW, um, for anybody who watched um, the NJPW pay per view last week, um, Tanahashi is no longer champion. Uh, Jay White, the Sling Blade, is now the champion of NJPW, and the Bullet Club is back on top once again with a new guy, Gene as their leader so um now one of the reasons why i think they put the title on jay white is because kenny omega announced that he is signing with AEW, and he is also going to be working in a corporate role now the card for double nothing was also announced and the card actually looks really good um where do i have it listed at do I have it? Okay, yeah. The cool thing about the uh, card was they did weigh-ins. Um, so currently the card is Co- Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. 
Um, Hangman Page versus Pac. Uh, you got SoCal Uncensored versus uh, SEMA. And then there's also a Lucha uh, Pentagon and Phoenix versus the Young Bucks. And then Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose and Kylie Ray. And supposedly there is a Cody Rhodes versus a surprise opponent, which hasn't been announced. Um, Double, Double or Nothing did sell out in four minutes when tickets went on sale. Um, there is a bunch of rumors about who's going to be the mystery opponent or who's going to be on Double or Nothing or who's going to make up. I, I say, like, who's going to show up because uh, Chris Jericho posted on his Instagram that he was with Dave Batista the other day for lunch. So people were speculating that they were um, supposedly hanging out and possibly trying to get him. Also, during the weekend of Starcat, of um, Double or Nothing, there is a wrestling, three day wrestling event called Starcast 2. And if you look at the superstars that are available, that will be at StarCast. You've, you've got the AEW guys. But then you also have Bret Hart, Sting, and Undertaker, who is making appearances outside of WWE. Um, now, StarCast, for those of you who don't know, is May 23rd to May 26th in Las Vegas. If you want to go, there's tickets for the three-day event. Um, they also have a bunch of people like this. This thing is like stacked. You got Bruce Prichard, Eric Bischoff, Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, X-Pac, um, Magnum TA, Tommy Dreamer, David Arquette, Cole Cabana, Rob Van Dam, Conan, The Godfather, Shane Helms, Brian Pillman Jr. So this is like a bunch of wrestlers in one place, one weekend. So I wouldn't be surprised if AEW has a special match, or it's just going to be fucking insane. So basically you're saying Undertaker's going to fight Cody Rhodes at AEW. There is a rumor, oh, but God. that is... But that's Jesus not true. Christ. I don't... Now, interestingly, though, um, Undertaker, who is now making appearances, um, his prices are very interesting. Hold on. Where did I have? I had the It's like 25000 right? So apparently he is charging twenty five thousand an hour for bookings. That's and what I thought. Charging a hundred and fifty dollars per photo. So at Starcast they paid him sixty thousand dollars for a three hour appearance, and you can pay a hundred and fifty dollars to take a picture with the Undertaker, which is slightly, which is slightly in this in a good range because Virgil charges twenty dollars. So you know, a <laughs> hundred. $150 to take a I, picture honestly, with one honestly, of the most overrated wrestlers of all time. But here's the thing. Um, I'm, I'm good. Like, I've worked a lot of, like you guys know, I've, I've worked Shaw's Conrad. I, I've seen lesser wrestlers charge 50 and guys who are have, have never been over charge $50. Like, never been over like that. So, $150 is a lot of money, but to Undertaker, people are going to pay it because it, it's this is the phenom. A lot of people... Have been brainwashed by him. Not not the three of us, not Lou. Shout out to Lou. That they understand like he's been overrated forever. But there are people who will pay one fifty. There are people who will pay like two hundred dollars to take a picture of Ric Flair. It, it it happens. Like if that's your childhood hero, you'll pay two hundred dollars. Rick, like, Rick Flair, I can justify. I'll pay one fifty for Dean Malenko, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. There's the Dean Malenko drop for the for the week. <laughs> jo- jokes on jokes on them because cameras have zoom <laughs> so you know you could just take a picture from far shop yourself in it anybody let, let, i now, have i have photoshop <laughs> this this obsession with taking pictures with people i don't understand um taking pictures with famous people is kind of on the same level to me as people who take pictures in front of art at museums because it's like, you're not trying to tell me, oh, look who I saw. You're trying to tell me, oh, look, it's me taking a picture with this famous person. Or look, it's me taking a picture with this famous art. Because frankly, you are not more important than the person in that picture. And frankly, you don't have enough clout as the person in the picture or as the artwork that you're taking a picture in front of. So all you fat marks who think that you're going to get some <laughs> pussy because you took a picture with AJ Styles. Um, a while ago, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. All right. Uh, I did security as at his motherfucking photo booth. Fuck you, bro. Oscar's scrambling to delete that picture from his Instagram right now. 
I never, I never pay for any picture of any of the wrestlers I took pictures with. I took pictures with a lot of wrestlers. Shout out Conrad. That was... <laughs> not, you just not, hate not, not Conrad from uh, AEW. Con- yeah, no. Conrad from uh, F- Family w- Wrestling e. Entertainment. And Conrad, another, another Conrad, Conrad. Uh, come on the show. Oh, we got yeah, we oh, got Conrad. Word. Oh, one more thing, Kells. Remember that uh, House of Glory show? Phoenix got hurt like the night before it, so he he wasn't even there. So imagine we would have went to that oh, show. But it was Chubby Brothers, it was Sammy Callahan and um Sammy Callahan, very underrated and yeah. But I don't care. Uh, I, I want I, to see the Lucha Bros. Not yeah. I mean, everyone wants to see the Lucha Bros. Uh, also, just want to give everybody an update here. Um, once again, I want to stand by snitching. Because according to the court con- the court transcript of six nine today, if the defendant does this, the office is and this is detailed on pages four and five of the agreement agrees not to prosecute the defendant for the crime set forth in counts one through nine of the superseding information as well as additional crimes that the defendant has told the government about. That means that six nine will be ten for ten on the billboards and nine for nine for the charges they. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please. Snitch as much as you can oh when you get God. locked up. Okay. I, Los okay. Marcos. Six nine. All you have to do is get some laser surgery and change your name, and you will be fine, bro. Your millions from Spotify are waiting for you. All right. This man is gonna get off free, and all you people are gonna hate. I cannot wait for the new album in 2020. Oh my God. From from from, from the new rapper 79. <laughs> so we'll be talking to you guys again on Sunday. Thank you for everything. Yeah, right? Uh, Sunday? Yeah, Sunday night. Uh, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Los Marcos Pod. And that's it. We're out. Peace.